Welcome to season four of the You Flourish podcast, Flourish in Faith. We are high energy, enthusiastic business women who are unapologetically Christians. At You Flourish Company, we know that our world puts such a high value on success and productivity, and our faith often gets put on the back burner. So we want to help you flourish in your faith. What does flourishing in your faith really mean? It means collaborating with God in every area of your life and in every season. With friends, family, and in business meetings, God wants to have a seat at your table, but you have to invite him in. And that's why this podcast exists, to help prepare you for every curveball that comes your way so you can stay grounded and flourish in your faith. Join us every other Tuesday for a new interview with a faith leader. Now let's dive in to today's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Youth Flourish podcast. Today, I am joined by Peter Contreras. I think I said that right. I told him I was going to maybe mess it up, but I think I got it right. Um, I'm just excited to be joined by him today because he has such an amazing story of how he got to where he is and um, how he really just super passionate about so many different things. Um So yeah, Peter, why don't we just jump right in and why don't you just share more about you, who you are, where you work, all the things we need to know. Sure. Thanks, Grace. And uh, thanks for inviting me to this uh, talk. I know uh, I found out about you through Ryan Botner. He was my coach. I took uh, about 10 lessons or so from him a couple of months ago, and he's really big on 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 praising the Lord and, and making sure everyone you know uh, advances and learns all they need to know, but in the right way. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to learn from from him and from you and 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 spread spread the good good things around. So thanks for for having me. Yeah, yeah. So tell us more about you. Where what do you do and all the things? Yeah, sure. Um, I'm, I was born in New Jersey. My family's from Columbia. My parents were born there. I, I was raised half there, half here uh, in grade school, but mainly been in Houston since, since my senior year in high school uh, and you know, was into engineering. I got into pro, uh, uh, mechanical engineering design, uh, but as most of us move on to, to IT, uh, so I'm, I've been doing project management uh, in the IT uh, side of things, uh, but I like I'm into sports. I'm into uh, lots of things, and so recently, uh, with the experience I've had working overseas, working here, about I don't know, wanna, I don't want to date myself, maybe 25 <laughs> years or so. Uh, I've kind of gathered some lessons, and I want to share that with people. Uh, and it's speaking is, I think, the best way to to do that. And it's mm-hmm. the thing that I wish I would have had when, when I was uh, starting off. And now that I have small kids, I want to pass that along to them after I received some coaching on on how to speak from from authenticity. Mm. And, and and I you know if I would have 
had that chance, I would like somebody to tell me about that and 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 get more opportunities from that. So I'm mm. now passing that along. Yeah. yeah, that's amazing. And so I want to dive more into your journey with speaking. Um, so to give everyone listening a little more clarity, Peter um, has been getting coaching and learning more about public speaking and he has just grown this huge passion for it because like he said it's so important to be able to get our thoughts across in a um, really clear and concise way and there's so many things that our voices can do and we can share with people so why don't you tell us more about your journey with public speaking and why you're so passionate about this yeah sure so I think it's uh, some a fear that most people have. I think it's been said it's, you know, you fear public speaking more than death itself. Mm. Uh, and so for any of you out there that experience, if you're in front of a group, your heart starts racing, your palms start sweating, your voice starts trembling, or you just freeze, uh, you're, you're in the majority. And so I, I, I had that with me since maybe maybe being the odd kid in Colombia from America and and not being you know kind of like the other kids, uh, and then some couple of incidents you know growing up you you get uh, things happen to you for whatever reason you know I started retreating and kind of walking on eggshells making sure I wouldn't upset anybody and that transcended into speaking in in groups to where it was kind of almost painful and it went through college and into my you know first years professionally and I even probably lost some opportunities there to to for promotion because of this but um but yeah I, I got coaching from this uh this lady she was she is or was an actress she still coaches and uh this method of grounding yourself so it's it's all about realizing that people are not there to put you down, but to support you. Uh, and it's a, it was a three day uh, course, and in front of a small group of five people, and it really turned the page for me. It was just literally facing your fears. We would just stand there, taking turns, and just looking at each other in the eye, and realizing after getting over the hump of that those nerves, you start to calm down, and you realize people are really supporting you you feel that energy it's almost like love that's mm. all around us we just have to be open to it and, and not shy away from uh so uh after that i realized hey this is really this is really good this really feels good her class that she taught when she was you know, started out in the 90s she had a group of actors she started coaching actors to get rid of stage fright mm. And that exercise of just looking people in the eye without saying anything, they did it over and over again. And they started saying, hey, wait a second, after being nervous the first few times, uh, they started saying a couple of them, hey, let me give me some more minutes here. This feels good. This feels awesome. You know, you feel the the love and, and you feel the kind of an energy that starts mm -hmm. to flow. So they call it being in the flow, being in the in the present. Uh, and that got to me. I, I got I got I got hooked on that, and I raced right away after that coaching session straight to Toastmasters, where you you get to practice that 
on a regular basis, weekly basis. You know, they mm -hmm. may not, they don't teach you this method and this meditation that, that she taught me, but it's a good place to go and practice. I couldn't even get there before having this coaching. So it's something, mm -hmm. something that really turned the page and I wanted more of it. Kind of, so I've started lecturing in, in church, Catholic church, and mm. I started speaking about communication and, and this journey and, and also to, about project management, what I've been doing the last few mm -hmm. years to share lessons and just to get more opportunities out there to speak, even with the neighborhood that I'm in, I, you know, helping them to talk to city council of some noise pollution. If, even if it wasn't affecting me, I was helping mm. my community out. So a lot of things, the world opens up to you when you right know, how to speak from authenticity without any fear without any frustration mm -hmm. so i really want to share that uh it's something that you know it levels the playing field and i'm kind of want to uh maybe aim at the 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 kids the the, the kids out there that are maybe underprivileged if if mm -hmm. that's that's the uh, leveler right there to get into the workforce and start advancing is speaking is the biggest thing. It goes, you know, across industries, uh, across mm -hmm. social boundaries. You know, if, you, if kids can learn that, they can do whatever that their heart desires. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's so crazy that there is that statistic that people would rather die than speak in front of people. Um, and I think it's just so interesting to think about the fact that we all have so much to say, right? But our fear of getting up in front of people, like you mentioned, the city council meetings or um, gosh, like board members or things like that, things that we actually care about, but we're allowing our fear of sharing and just simply speaking, get in the way of us making the changes in our lives and potentially in the lives of everyone around us. Um, you also mentioned that you, had the chance to start lecturing at church and speaking at church. And I think a lot of us want to do that, but maybe we're afraid. We always go to the, oh my gosh, what if this happens uh, mentality instead of going to the, this could be the best thing and it's God calling me to do this, but we allow our fear to get in the way. Um, so I would love to hear your advice on this. I mean, what are your just maybe top three pieces, pieces of advice that you would give anyone right now that struggles with severe anxiety or fear around performing or speaking in front of others? Like, what are your top three that you go to? All right. I, I love the top three, but if you can only get one, I would say maybe I'll have a couple more. But the, the main thing is being in the present moment, learning mm -hmm. how to be present. That's where because when we get that fear, we're up in our heads. Our energy is all in our heads. We're thinking about what ifs. We're thinking about what could happen. What would they say about me? And we're not in the present moment. So mm -hmm. there's a meditation that I, this call is too short, but I can, uh, you know, later, if you guys want to look, look it up where you ground yourself. So you take the energy that's up in your head and maybe higher and you kind of bring that energy down physically, you imagine it going down through your neck, through your chest, torso, feet, 
and you kind of shoot down into the ground like roots uh, and you ground yourself. There's probably other methods out there, but this one was, uh, you know, hit, hit the nail on the head for me. And so, and then you realize you start to feel your heart kind of level out and you feel more clear and you can think better. Uh, there's no, there's no nervous energy that you can, nerves mm -hmm. are good, but when they overwhelm you, that's when, you know, you have to get back down to where uh, you're in the present moment and right. you think clearly after that. Mm -hmm. uh, that's the top one. I mean, after that, uh, there was another exercise, just kind of learn to receive the love, the support from others. And kind of, when you look somebody, look them as a whole, don't focus on just their on one eye or on their lips or don't have that beady eyed look because that's the look of of uh yeah. you're judging I mean uh, mm. judgment look or but try to unfocus your kind of like a camera is is out of focus try to look at the person or the group in a more of a whole way like mm. and that kind of is more of a look of acceptance of love you feel you're looking at their presence, not at their physical, what they physically mm -hmm. look like. Uh, and then you start to get the same reaction from people. If, if you ever want to try that and you're up on stage or you're in a group, uh, just, yeah, use that, that, that more of a uh, relaxed, inviting look. And then I guess the third is would, would be practice practice this, go out and, and go to your Toastmasters, go to your uh, church meetings or wherever it is that you can find your a way of speaking in public. And it's specifically speaking on stage because it, it's probably, you know, easy for people to speak with your friends or, or mm -hmm. group in, in an informal way. But, but uh, speaking on stage where the spotlight is on you, that's where... Uh, it's harder to to be authentic and be mm -hmm. relaxed, and that's that's where more of the opportunity is going to come from, is is is, is being this in the spotlight. So practice, practice, yeah. practice. Yeah. Yeah, I love that, and I think you said something earlier. You said people are not there to put you down, but they're there to support you. Um, that's something that me personally. I mean, when I I'm speaking in front of people all the time, and I just try to remind myself that no one wants to see you fail. Everyone in the crowd or wherever you're at wants to see you succeed. And so I think that brings a lot of comfort to me, um, especially. And another thing that I have done in the past when coming when it comes to speaking, um, Kelsey and I, before we go on stage, we typically say a prayer. And I, that's why I love the meditation that you um, that you mentioned about just using grounding ourselves and remembering that we're grounded in God and um, he is helping, asking him, him to help us be present in the moment. Um, I think that was just beautiful. Uh, I think, like you said, there's a lot of other meditations or physical things that we can do to help us be present and grounded. Um, but that was a really good example. Can I add, um, one, can I add one quick one? If you, yes. Uh, the more practice you do, the, the faster it is for you to ground yourself, this meditation. Mm -hmm. uh, because you don't have like, you know, 10, 15 minutes. If somebody talks to you or somebody points you out in the crowd and say, hey, what do you think? 
I, I learned just the other day. Also, if you if you take one thumb and you, you just press it against the other, the palm of your hand like this, that almost in a painful way kind of brings you present in the moment of, and you get away from those feelings of what ifs, and you mm. it jumps starts you back in the, in the present. If you need it, a really a quick uh, quick grounding, it'll help you calm down mm. as well. Yeah. Well, when it comes to speaking in front of others or a large group, and I know you're just starting on this journey of, you know, getting comfortable with this and sharing the things you want to share, but how have you taught yourself or learned or um, how have you found, or I guess what I really want to ask you is how do you try to show the Lord and his works through yourself and through when you're speaking to the people in the crowd maybe don't have faith or don't know god um how do you show him through what you're doing yeah just the authenticity and showing people that you know we're we all fundamentally want to support each other and you know we can we can act in a way we can treat others as we'd like to be treated. So that's kind of the way I approach it. Uh, that's what Jesus wanted us to do was to, was to treat each other with respect, with kindness, with love. And you're actually not speaking about it. You're actually doing it when you speak with authenticity. Mm. I've heard it's, it's an obligation for us to, if we have these gifts to share them with, with others. Uh, and so, you know, if you don't if you don't share that if you don't share the love then you're almost doing a disservice to others and to yourself as well mm. Um, mm -hmm. maybe i'll i can share you know some a favorite scripture here that that i like to think about and it, it's it's helped uh you know people in the past and 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 uh it's good to share those those experiences that people have you know real life experiences based on on faith and hopefully that kind of hits people the yeah. right and they realize the good yeah no I'd love to hear that scripture and I just want to touch quick on what you said too is if we don't live on our purpose for our lives or if we don't share what's on our hearts or share the things that we feel called to share with others because of fear or because we feel as though um we're nervous or that people maybe will judge us um we're actually doing a disservice to others and like Peter mentioned, it's so important that we share what's on our hearts because obviously it's on our heart for a reason. And I truly believe that God um, is working in all of us and he puts the things on our hearts that he wants us to share. And so by us, yeah, not going out and speaking about it and whether it's to one person or to a crowd, um, we're really not living out our purpose that God has created for our lives. Um, so definitely agree with you, Peter, and everything you just said and um I would love to hear more about what you think about that and then also your favorite bible verse and how this all ties in together um sure you, you said you wanted to hear a bible verse or verse yeah or? if you have your bible verse I think if it resonates and plays in with this I'd love to hear yeah sure it, it's from and I'm not a big bible person I, I think I should be more uh, I have a small book <clears throat> that gives you verses for the mm -hmm. ways you feel. 
but this one I got it <clears throat> from social media. Somebody had posted it. Uh, and I'll tell you the story in a minute. It's Proverbs 3, uh, verses 5 through 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean, lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. So mm. what that means is we're not in control here. I mean, we think we are. We, 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 help, we help ourselves by you know, getting the right coaching, the right training, education, but a lot of thing, different things happen to us that we're not, weren't planning for. And we just have to surrender to God and realize that he's, he's in control. He, he's giving us challenges and he's giving us uh, opportunities that we probably don't even realize. So, and I believe that's where a lot of anxiety comes from from people, not just fear of public speaking, speaking, but any, I think most anxieties is that we're trying to control things and we're in fear or anxious that we're not doing enough or, or we're doing things to ourselves. And if you just learn to trust in the Lord and, mm -hmm. and accept that we're not in control, that God is in control and lean on him, you know, like a child would lean on a parent mm -hmm. uh, and you'd find that, you know, you'd get a lot more calm, a lot, uh, a lot more peace within you and things will, you know, start to come your way a little bit more. So that mm -hmm. was, that came from, uh, and I forget the name, in the 1800s, uh, uh, um, a, a gentleman, he had an orphanage and mm -hmm. he he found the Lord. He gave up his job and he had a wife, a couple of kids, and they brought a few kids into their home. And for some reason, yeah, he he found the light of God and he literally did what Jesus tells us to do, or God tells us to do, to give up all your material things. And he would mm -hmm. just pray. And this is like a miracle. He would People would just come up to his door and give him food, give him support. And he grew this orphanage to like 400, 500 kids wow. in England. He did it for, for years and he never had a job. All he did was pray. He didn't even ask for anything. He didn't, we, and without any, any social media back then, but just going through and, and trusting in the Lord you know, people would come up and say, hey, I have this uh, new new school building that's up for sale. Maybe I can donate that to you. And mm -hmm. then they were running out of food. And then the next day, this you know, baker comes and, hey, I have all this extra bread. Mm -hmm. uh, and <clears throat> they say throughout his life, he collected the equivalent of, of like 150 million bucks, dollars. Wow. Uh, and without doing anything but just praying and trusting in the Lord, and 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 being in in, in a right in the right place in the right uh, uh, in the right having a good heart and and, and not doing this uh, because of any conditions or anything. Mm -hmm. so. No, I love that. I think that's really true. And you know, lean not on our understanding, trust on the Lord and surrender. I think just to, you know, bring this full circle, 
all this fear and all this anxiety, like you mentioned, it really comes from not the feeling of not being in control. And so when we learn to completely surrender, when it is even something like getting on a stage or talking in front of people, knowing if we just pray, Lord, please guide my thoughts, my words, and my actions, and asking him to guide everything we do instead of being the one that's in control, let he, and just ask him to surrender, help us surrender our fears and anxieties to him. Uh, I think that's when the true authenticity and the true beauty comes um, into our lives and into everything we do. Um, so thank you so much for sharing. And that story is also so wonderful because um, we can just lean on God. That's all that we really need to do. Um, we don't need anything else. We truly don't. And I know the world doesn't teach you that. The world teaches you that you need all these things to be happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, we just need the love of the Lord. And we just need him in our lives. I mean, community with others. Um, so thank you so much for sharing. And um, just to wrap up, Peter, I just want to say thank you so much for having us, but I want everyone here to be able to get in touch with you and whether it's learning more about your public speaking journey and how they can maybe connect with the coaches you've been coached by. Um, I just want people to be able to connect with you and learn more about you. So how can people get involved with you and meet you and talk to you? Um, sure. Uh, go to ContrerasSpeaks.com. That's C-O-N-T-R-E-R-A-S speaks.com. Uh, Peter at ContreraSpeaks.com is the email. And um, I've got the rest of my social media attached to that. So happy to help. Uh, I'd like to talk to kids, to adults, to every, anyone that uh, wants to hear a motivational speech or any any lessons learned that you want to share with, with your teams or, or with yourself and coaching mm-hmm. speech. Yeah, this this coaching really get get yourself coaching. I think that's the, uh, the other number one advice I would give you is uh, don't wait. You know, time is precious. Uh, I could have had this a while years ago, but you know, took it in 2016. This this speaking coaching and mm. and it's been uh, it's been great. So happy to cool. talk to you. Thanks, Grace, for having me. Yeah, absolutely. And um, so basically, if anyone's looking for an amazing speaker to come to their event, Peter is your guy. So that's just right here. So I'll put all of the um, the things that he just mentioned in his email and his website in the show notes, along with some of the resources that he mentioned. Um, yeah, I just want to thank all of you guys for tuning in today. Um, and I just ask that you all say a prayer today um, and just ask the Lord to Guide your thoughts, your words, and your actions, um, and ask him to just come into your heart, because um, he loves you, and we love you, and we're so thankful for you guys listening into our podcast, and we will see you next time. Thanks.